Welcome to Chapter 2 of HealthSystemCIO.com's interview with Bill Lukowski, CIO at Metro Health. In this segment, Lukowski talks about how he kept the staff focused during a pending acquisition, why he's already planning to upgrade to a version of Epic that hasn't yet been released, and the cutting-edge work his team has done with desktop virtualization. I know that uh, in Michigan, you always have, uh, you know, kind of the, the really large organizations. And is that something that, that's been a challenge, just as, you know, staying somewhat uh, independent? Well, that's been uh, the reason for our, our pending uh, acquisition, or, or should I say we are getting acquired. But this is a proactive strategic move on Metro's part. So Metro made a decision back a couple years ago that we knew being independent would uh, would be very difficult in the long term, uh, especially right. as you um, as you need to uh, improve your value and your cost equation. Uh, you need more scale and scope, and and you know being one hospital is very difficult to achieve that. And also yeah. to move into population management, you need an expanded base of a population to uh, to compete against some of the other players that are growing and growing, and there's a lot of consolidation going on. So the board made the decision. Metro is a very, very strong organization, uh, financially strong. We are independent. We are te- technically at the top of the game. Uh, and, and also our care and our quality is, is, is tops. So very, very strong organization. And, and we decided to proactively seek an equity partner who would want to invest in us and our strategy and the ability to take advantage of other opportunities to expand and grow in this region. So we wanted to, uh, to uh, pick an organization that would, if we could come together on that strategy, would help fund and finance uh, that to continue to grow and expand. And, and that's indeed what we've uh, decided to do. Okay. And then what's the status of it right now? So it's, in, uh, it's pending? Yeah, it's, it's taken much longer than, um, than we expected. Uh, and, and the organization's community health systems, they are a for-profit out of uh, Nashville. They're the largest by the number of hospitals, so they have about 200 hospitals around the, uh, uh, the country. And it's been, uh, it's been challenging in, in that because there's a lot of detail to these transactions, uh, every single one of our contracts, uh, just a lot of complexity to, uh, to make this, uh, this deal happen. It's in its last stages, and uh, we, we expect that this thing will close within the next few weeks, but uh, it's taken longer than any of us have expected, so I, 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 I really can't guarantee when that's going to be. Yeah, sure. Okay. I imagine that that does, does create some challenges kind of being in that holding pattern, but have you pretty much been able to just keep uh, you know, operating as you have? We have. In fact, uh, it's kind of interesting. We have upgraded our Epic to the latest version during this time period, so we've done some very, very large projects here. We're also building an ambulatory hospital on the – uh, the east side of the city, so it, it's a uh, basically an ambulatory site that's going to have an ED and, and a lot of other services, and so that project, along with several others, have just continued along. Yeah, okay. And I'm sure that, that that's helpful, too, from a leadership perspective, because, you know, you, you always kind of worry about what the staff knows and what they, hears and, uh, what they hear, and to have kind of things running 
as usual, I think would, would be kind of uh, comforting from that perspective. Well, it is a challenge. I think for the employees and, and, and the, uh, the workforce here, you know, when, you, when you're looking at a change and a major change that impacts them on, on, on a lot of different fronts, uh, it's kind of hard to stay focused. Now, because we are uh, an organization that's been doing extremely well, we're trying to stay focused on operations, but you still have that distraction of change that is pending. Uh, we do know that regardless of if the deal ultimately uh, happens or not, we will always be metro and we will be strong. And I think that's something that is, I, you know, our culture is very, very strong. We're a small organization. We're very tightly knitted together. We're very team-based. And uh, we don't see that changing. And I think that that helps keep the focus on the patients and on our, our future. Yeah. Okay. So now, what are some of the other um, uh, projects that are that are really uh, kind of big on your list, or things that you know, you're really focused on um, in the near future? Well, obviously, this transition to uh, another organization is probably taking the majority of my time and yeah. some of my staff, because there is a lot of transition work that has to happen. So I'll just put that on the side and say that is probably our number one thing going on right now. Right. Um, uh, beyond that, we although we upgraded Epic um, to their latest version, we're already looking to go to their next version, which isn't even released yet. And the reason we want to do that is Epic just keeps on getting better, and, and they're expanding their, their business intelligence and analytics capabilities, their population health capabilities, their interoperability capabilities. And we just want to take advantage of all those things. And so we are in the process of planning that project right now. Uh, we are also putting in, I think I'd mentioned, a business intelligence and analytics uh, data warehouse platform. And so we're in the middle of, uh, of that project that's going to take uh, several months. It's with a third party. Uh, it's not Epic. We do use all of what Epic has, but this will work with Epic. Uh, so we're in the process of implementing that right now. Uh, and there's, there's a number of uh, smaller operational projects. Probably the biggest strategic project beyond the acquisition is the expansion and the more formalization of our clinically integrated network organization. Right. And are you working with, with uh, other organizations at all on that? Uh, no. Metro is the, uh, the core of the CIN along with our PHO or our other provider, affiliated providers. Uh, so that right. will continue to be the case. Uh, I, I do see that CIN potentially growing and partnering with uh, a, a couple other uh, big providers in this region right now that I'll, I'll keep, name, uh, keep their name out right now. But uh, we see that future also uh, happening. And now, it, it, as far as um, the, the pending acquisition, so that's something where you're kind of uh, in good standing that the fact that you are on the latest version of Epic and you don't see any, there wouldn't be any changes uh, on that front. Yeah, one of the, uh, the challenges that we had and that CHS has had is that they are not an EPIC organization. In okay. fact, they're in the process of implementing and rolling out Cerner across their other facilities. And so we are a bit of an aberration to them, but you know, yeah. part of our deal, and it's written into the deal, is that we will keep EPIC. And, um, and, and, you know, we've not only invested in this, but we are so integrated in it. And all of our providers have come to uh, uh, really uh, do extremely well with Epic and its functionality uh, that we, we, neither of us, CHS or Metro, see, uh, you know, we, we don't want to uh, disrupt that or change that. 
So uh, that is one thing that we see continuing to grow and to expand and, and to be center of what we've done. We've already done the investing. We've, uh, you know, we've been on Epic since, uh, well, we started our ambulatory back in 2005. So we've been on it a long time, and we just want to continue to optimize and evolve it. Yeah. I mean, I would think that that would be a really huge challenge if you knew you were going to have to uh, step away from that, especially because you're already looking at the, the, the newest version, which isn't even uh, available yet. Right. Okay. Have you ever been um, had uh, visitors for Epic or had done anything like that, just being like kind of an early customer? Well, actually, we uh, we have. We're we're a bit of a a, a show site for Epic, and and they have brought. Uh, potential customers to our facility to see right. Epic in use. And so uh, we do that a lot with Epic, uh, but we do it with some other uh, te- technology organizations too. We are a, a very uh, innovative uh, technology site too. So uh, we have partnered with a, co- with a few key technology uh, 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 vendors out of uh, Silicon Valley and have been on the cutting edge of th- things like virtualization, uh, desktop virtualization, and so on. And so we bring uh, people from uh, and, and some of their potential customers uh, to Metro to see our technologies. And, and then the other thing is, you know, the Metro campus in our new hospital has won many awards for design and for environmentally, uh, you know, environmental types of things. So we have uh, people, visitors, even interna- internationally coming to Metro to see what we've done. So we're very proud of, uh, of our continued uh, uh, innovation, technologies, and, and uh, operations here. And uh, we have visitors come in and actually see this. Yeah. I would think that that would be kind of uh, affirming to to uh, the staff too to see that you know if other people are taking a trip to come in and see what you're doing, it has to be uh, kind of validating. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, can you talk a little bit about the, the virtualization? Uh, you know, the work you've done there. Yeah, I think the uh, the number one technology that that we we really have leveraged is desktop virtualization. And, and so what I mean by that is, um, I, I don't want to name uh, vendors here, but uh, we have uh, been on, this is even before our campus, we created a virtualization technology that allows any workforce member, so not only a physician or nurse or clinician, but also any business worker um, or any other workforce that, that has access to our systems, they can walk up to any uh, endpoint, be it, and, and we utilize not only PCs, but we use uh, these uh, thin clients and, um, and, and even you know, a variety of platforms for our endpoints. And basically what you do is you authenticate, and within six to seven seconds, you have your desktop, your desktop, your files, your applications, live and running, just like you left them two minutes ago or a half hour ago. And we do that, and you can get at that from anywhere. So they can be on our campus or any of any of our other campuses. Could be from across town or across the country uh, as you're traveling. So that desktop virtualization is different than some of the technologies that. That, that folks are using to extend their EHR or to extend a, uh, 
a, a shared uh, workstation. And, and we've, we've uh, worked with uh, vendors in Silicon Valley to, um, to really bring the healthcare perspective and needs. And we actually invented a few things ourselves, and we started this back in the, uh, well, I think it was around 2006, 2007. So we're on about our fourth generation of, of virtualization. Okay. Thank you for listening to this podcast from healthsystemcio.com. To hear other podcasts, visit our website or subscribe to our account in iTunes at healthsystemcio.com backslash podcast.